<clears throat> Welcome to our Pini. This is Saratova Best. Parsha's both. We want to know about Maishar Benu's speech. Everybody knows that Maishar Benu was Kfad Pet, Kfad speech impediments. And everybody knows those stories. Maishar Benu was a little boy and, you know, he was about to, we know that we know the classic story. He was in Paro's palace and, and he was um, about And and there was a choice whether Maishardenu <clears throat> as a little little child, will he go for the 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 fire or the gold? Was he out for the Malchus of the king of Paro? <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or was he sim- simply attracted to shiny things? And we know that actually his hand went out for the crown because he did have a sense of Malchus of the crown. Because the Malchus has to belong. To Maishrabeinu, not to Pyro. That's the fight. Who gets the leadership? That's the fight in the world today. Who gets to run the world? Who gets to determine the the, the course of history? Maishrabeinu or Pyro? That is the fight that we are fighting today. With, with the governments, with the totalitarians, with Big Pharma, with, with, with all of their plans, with the globalists. That is the fight today. Who gets the crown? Who gets the crown? And who has the speech? Who gets to speak? Speak out their message so that the world should follow their speech. Should it be Paro speaking and the world follows Paro? And the world does what Paro says? <clears throat> or should it be that the world follows Maishrabeinu? And the and what Maishrabenu says, of course, we're going to say the ultimate goal is that the whole world should follow the speech of Maishrabenu. But it's it's a mahalach in English. It's, it's a process that's been going on for five thousand till now five thousand seven hundred and eighty two years, or at least since, since you know three thousand and three hundred and some years. I think three 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 four. That's the battle, and ultimately, the speech of Maishar Benu will be the only speech, because the speech of Maishar Benu is the speech of Hashem, and the speech of Paro is the speech of the Nachash Kadmani, the primordial snake, the enemy to Hashem. So here's the question: Why was Maishar Benu's speech? impeded shouldn't he have been able to speak so here um, in Parshish Bayan the Sikha it says in Galat Mitzrayim and Yesias Mitzrayim which are a preparation for the revelation of Hashem's essence at Matan right we were in Galat Mitzrayim and we came out of Mitzrayim to prepare us for Matan and at Matan Hashem's essence would be revealed so what comes before that? There's a situation. Remember at Matan Taira, the spiritual and the physical, which have always been separated, will come together. The Elyon and Tachtan, upper and lower, will come together at Matan Taira. 
And before that, relatively speaking, they have to be separated. It's called period of Elion and Tachton, and of ultimately coming to a situation of achtus between them. And that's why, you know, that idea that achtus is so important. Yes, it is. But achtus being the unity of spiritual and physical, that's what's so crucial. What about the Jewish people? Yes, but you have to have an eye to be able to detect what, what achtus is among the Jewish people. Because if you look from a non-Jewish perspective, any little disagreement looks like there's no achtus. You know, you say, you say it's going to snow, and I say, it's not going to snow, what are you talking about? And then somebody says, stop, stop, stop fighting, we need achtus, we need achtus, don't fight about it, don't fight about it. That's from a, that's the non-Jewish way. Any, any little disagreement is considered terrifying. For Jewish people, especially in Israel, disagreements are part of the fun. That's how we love each other. Not real disagreements. We can be in full office and you say it's going to snow and I say, what are you talking about? It's not going to snow. He says, yes it is. No, it's not. Yes it is. No, it's not. Ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Ah, you don't know what you're talking about. And we're in full office. From a Jewish point of view, we're in full office. Because we don't, that's, that's, how do we determine office? You, you think it is going to snow and I don't and, and we're, we're going back and forth and say, no, 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 ladies, ladies, let's not fight. No. That's the non-Jewish version of what unity would be. In the non-Jewish world, you all have to say the exact same thing to have unity. In the Jewish world, you all say different things. As it says, why do we say Shalom Aleichem? When we meet, two Yidden meet on the street. They say Shalom Aleichem. Shalom to all of you. Who's all of you? It's just me and you. Because by definition, as soon as two Jews meet, there are going to be about a hundred opinions. And that's okay. And we say, so let's make some kind of unity between all the opinions. We don't all have to have the same opinion. If we're Jewish, we have a hundred different opinions, and we should. And that's the approach in Gemara. This one says that, and that one says this, and then, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. The Jewish unity is very different from non-Jewish unity. We need to be very, very aware of that. So what's Axis? Axis is a union of spiritual and physical. Yidden don't have to be afraid to disagree with each other because Yidden, by definition, don't disagree. On the basic, basic main things like Hashem Echadu, we all agree. It's just we all agree in different flavors and shades and colors and all of that. So an important point, an important step moving towards Matan Taira and moving towards this unity of spiritual and physical comes through this expression, this act of Bayel Para. Hashem saying to, to Maishir Benu, come, we're going to Para. And we find the same thing in the Shlichus of Maishir Benu to take us out of Mitzrayim. Maishir Benu said no. I do not want to be the one to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim, out of Gullus. <clears throat> and he said the words, Le'ish devar manaychi, kim kvad ter v'kvad lashen anaychi. Okay. I, I, I'm not a person of words, because I'm kvad ter and kvad lashen. And therefore, shlach nabiyaz tishlach, sten mashiach. Just leave me out of the equation, so to speak. 
Because, why is Maisha Rabbeinu saying that? I am of heavy speech. Kvad peh, kvad lashem. Because the speech, divur Maisha heved bigalusa. The speech, as it says in the Zayar, the speech of Maisha Rabbeinu at that point was in Golis. Speech is, connect, is malchus, is connected to malchus, leadership, rulership, true malchus. Just like right now, the true, the speech of Maish Rabbeinu is in Gullus right now. The big, fat, rich guys with, with tumidic ideas and horrific plans to eliminate three quarters of the population so that only the, their ilk will be, remain alive to populate the world. That is not the speech. That kind of speech that you hear on the videos, that's not holy speech. And yet it's it's the speech that's getting out there as being normal. The speech of the radical left is unholy speech, and yet it's getting out there as being normal. It seems to be prevailing. And the holy speech of Maishu Rabbeinu? Hmm, quiet. It's not assuming the ultimate Malchus. Not yet. It's in Gullus at this moment. And that's why at that moment, when we had to come out of Mitzrayim, Maishu Rabbeinu said, the Geula cannot come through me because my speech is in Gullus. My speech is one with Hashem's speech, and it's in Gullus. So in the source of, of all of this, it's because of the Maila of Maishrabenu. Because he was in a level which is higher than the revelation of speech. Higher even the revelation of Tarshav Iksav and Tarshav Baal heavy heavy mouth speech impediment because because the source of Maishrabin was from the world of Taihu. And there the lights are very great, but they can't go into vessels. A lot of light, massive light, very small vessels. Very few vessels. The light, light just doesn't fit into the vessels. In that world of Taihu, the light doesn't fit into vessels. And that was Maishrabenu. His light couldn't fit into vessels. Why was he Kvad Peh? Speech impediment, heavy mouth. Because he couldn't be Mashpia, the light of his intellect, into the vessel of a mouth. So his mouth was heavy, closed, shut, not open to receiving that light. It was too small, teeny tiny, you know. You ever try to pour gallons and gallons of, of, of water into a little bottle that has this teeny, teeny, teeny opening at the top? Most of it will spill out. It just won't accept it. That was it. That was it for him. And that's why Maishu Benu said, Shlach Nabiyad Tishlach, Send Mashiach Tikkenu. Because Hainim Nishu Me'alam Tikkun. Send Mashiach Tikkenu someone from the world of Tikkun where there are many vessels. I'm from the world of Taihu. There's a lot of light, but not enough vessels and small vessels. In the world of Tikkun, the vessels are, are big enough and plentiful enough to take the light. Mashiach can do it. Mashiach has the vessels, and Mashiach creates the vessels in the world. Me, myself, my Shurbenu, more light than vessels. So, good argument. Except, 
at that moment, the the task at hand is go out of Mitzrayim, go out of Gullus, take the Jewish people out of Gullus, and take them to Matan Taira. And Meshur Benu is the one with his limited vessels. From the not like we had better vessels. So what's going to be? Now remember, there's something else that's going on at the same time. We're about to go to Matan Taira where the great light of Hashem is about to, through mitzvahs, permeate the physical world. Right? So how do you put so much godliness? Let's say you do a mitzvah with a piece of leather. It's called tefillin. How do you put such great amount of godly light into a piece of leather? A piece from a cow. A cow hide. How do you do that? How can you fit so much godliness into the physical world? How's it going to fit? That was really the question. How's Matan ever going to happen? It's an impossibility. Never happened before. So the challenge of the vessel isn't going to be big enough for the light was already experienced by Maishar Benu before the world went through it. So Hashem said, Okay, here's my answer. Misam pel adam. But who gave you a mouth? Who gave man a mouth? I am Havaya, Yudke Vavke. And I will be with your mouth. I will bring you to be able to speak. Clearly, Hashem was going to expand the vessels for Maishur Bainu to be able to speak. For the light to be able to actually come into vessels. Because mitzad atzvos, mitzad Hashem's essence, which is koyacho, which can do anything, and is the source of, the essence of Hashem atzvos is the source of the vessel of a mouth of the world of Tikkun, and the source of the massive light of the world of Taihu. Hashem's very essence can achieve that in Golis Mitzrayim with limited vessels, and even by Maishar Benu, who is higher than being able to bring things into vessels, Hashem's very essence can create the revelation of speech through Meshur Benu's mouth. I will be with your mouth. Meaning, Meaning that um, even though from the source in Taihu you don't have enough vessels, but I, Hashem, Yudke Vavke, I made the vessels of Tikkun. I, Hashem, made the vessels. And I made the world of Taihu with all its light. And therefore, I can change the rules. I, Hashem, can change the rules. So that I can actually mix the two together. The world of Taihu with the world of Tikkun together. I can put the milas of both. The mile of the world of Tayu is a lot of light. The mile of the world of Tikkun is a, a lot of vessels. I can mix the mile of both of them, a lot of light and a lot of vessels. But there should be a lot of light as in the world of Tayu, and a lot of vessels as in the world of Tikkun. And therefore what happened? In Mitzrayim, Anarchia Yim Hashem said, I will be with your mouth. 
There was a miracle. When Maishu Rabbeinu spoke with Para, you, Devarim Nechayim, and you will be able to speak. Hashem made a miracle. You will be able to speak. And not only that, Aaron, your brother, will speak for you. Speak to him. He will, I will put the words in his mouth. Um, he will be for your mouthpiece. Why? So two things are happening. That miraculously, Maishu Rabbeinu's speech is, is, is healed, number one. And number two, his brother becomes his mouthpiece. Someone else becomes his mouthpiece. Um, why? So that speech should come out fully expressed, even through the laws of nature. One is miracle. That's not the laws of nature. Maishu can speak. When Maishu went to Paro during those moments, he could speak. Afterwards, he went back to, again to not being able to speak. The other thing is his brother spoke for him naturally. But what happened was there was a healing process. And therefore, Maishu said, Ani Sasayim. I have closed lips. And that was through the revelation of Anaychi and Picha of Matan Taira. That was through the revelation of the beginning of the Sarasadibras. And therefore it has the ability to achieve Yitzhiz Mitzrayim so that even though the speech was in Galus, we could come out of Mitzrayim. So in order that there should be the revelation of speech in the whole world, the Klipa of Mitzrayim had to be broken. Through Hashem being with our mouth and Maishu Rabbeinu's mouth. And that brings to the revelation of speech at Matan Tairah, and then Maishu Rabbeinu was healed. Okay, so to finish off this topic of Maishu Rabbeinu's speech. So first of all, we understand, or well, let's, let's go one more paragraph and then we'll sum it all up. So, Bayel Paray, with all of this, why we understand why Maishu Rabbeinu's speech is in Gullus. We're about to reach the moment of the second, or the, the second moment in history when speech determines the fate of the world. The very first moment of speech in history is a star, excuse me, a star mamaris. Hashem speaks, those ten maimars speaks, and he creates the world. And then 2,500 years later, Hashem speaks the Aseris Adibris, and he creates a holy world. And then the third stage will be Tairuch Hadashim Mashiach speaking Tairuch Hadashim Geula. And that will be the third stage of creating a world, not just creating a world, that's the first stage, not just creating a holy world, that's the second stage, but creating a holy world that permeates all of reality permanently. That's the third stage. And it all comes through speech. And therefore we understand every time this speech is finally going to step into its full um, potential, there's a, there's a disruption of speech beforehand. It's kind of a rel- relative disruption of speech. Maishrabinu couldn't speak before he was going to Take us to Matan Tyrin, speak the Asaras of Etc. And then 
then at the end of the Sikha, how the Rebbe is speaking about the Friedrich Rebbe, could not speak. The Rebbe Ayatz could not speak in his later years. And his doctor, who said to him, how is it possible that, Rebbe, your whole Indian is to speak Tyra to the whole world, and that's where Hashem afflicted you? In your speech? In your ability to speak to the world? And then, Gimel Shvat, the Rebbe stopped speaking the Gashmis in this generation, in Tashinun base. And, and the same kind of a concept. The whole Indian is to speak Tyra to the whole world, and then there's a, an inability to speak. So we understand that relative to speech finally stepping into its full potential, speech goes into Gullus. And then, of course, our question for ourselves is, so what should we be doing? We need to be taking speech in the opposite direction, out of Gullus. Speak words of Tyra and speak more words of Tyra and speak more words of Tyra. Speak truth. Speak words of Tyra and counteract all of the, the lies. Speak truth of Tyra. Counteract all the lies being propagated by the radical left, the insanity, and speak truth. Speak Tyra. Bring it out of Gullus. Speak it. Say it. Send it around everywhere that we can, be the mouthpiece of Maitre Benu, who could not speak necessarily, had reasons why he, as the the one who would give us the Aserasadibras, give us the Tyra, his speech went into Gullus. So our speech has to come out of Gullus, and we have to be the mouthpiece. The Aranachayim, the Aranachicha, the of, of, of Maishar Benu, and the Aranachicha, we have to be the one who speaks the words of truth in this Tyra. So, to pull all this together, this last piece. So, the Indian of Bayal Para in Kedusha, just bringing it back to that, Maishar Benu was told by Hashem, come, we're going to Para, although Para was, although Maishar Benu was afraid, Maishar Benu was afraid to, to face, um, Para in his, in his highest sense, in his source, rather than his lowest sense. Because Maisha on his level, Kvad Pen, Kvad Lashen, because of the great light and the small vessels, he was afraid. He asked the following question. How can the Kalim, the vessels, take in those massive lights? Which lights? The lights of Paro. Not Paro down here, but Paro in his source. The lights are called Ispiriu Kol Nahar, Vizgan Kol Naharin, the revelation of the greatest lights. Paro represents in his, in the source, the revelation of the greatest lights. Maishrabena's question was, how can we in this limited world with small vessels take in such great lights represented by Paro? And in this, you have the Chiddush that Hashem said, Bayel Paro, come to Paro, inner chamber within inner chamber within inner chamber. So Hashem gave the Kayach, the Kayach for Atmos, that the Kalim, the vessel of a neshama in a body, should be able to take in bipnimius in an inner way all the revelations of Atmos, of Hashem's um, essence, Espiritus Galim Minikol Naharin. And the reason is because this is the whole point of the creation of the world, the Seder Shashlis. All the lights, even the level of Paro, all the way up to that 
high source. It's through Yikol Naharin. The whole point is, Hashem wants a dwelling place in this low world, with his, in his highest essence. That in the, the limitation of a neshama in a physical body down here should be the revelation of Atmos. And therefore, that's why Hashem said to Maishu Rabbeinu, you're a neshama in a body, and you're going into Paro, to confront Paro in holiness, the highest light, and you receive um, on yourself the highest revelations of Atmos in the most powerful way of, of, of those lights being revealed. So, therefore, therefore, we mm, I don't want to move forward because it goes into a whole other topic. So, therefore, we understand this is the battle that's being, this battle of the speech. Who will speak louder? Who will speak truth? Who will, who, who's, will the speech of Maishrabenu win in the world and rule the world? Maishrabenu has words that he says. Hashem Hashem creates the world at every single second. And Paro says, I create the world at every single second. And there's a fierce battle going on. And Paro says, but I have more money. And I can push my agenda. And I can brainwash all of you and shut down the media and, and, and do whatever I want with my money. And let the false speech be, prevail, but ultimately the battle will be won, as we see in Basilagani. The king wants to win the battle. The king is Melech Malchi and Melech Baruch Hu. He wants Meishir Rabbeinu to win the battle. He wants the voice of truth to prevail, to be heard in the whole world. And surely, as we bring speech out of Galus, we speak words of truth wherever we go, and we don't succumb to the nonsense. And pretend it's not happening, but we stand up straight, strong for truth and the truth of Tyrus Maisha. So surely we will usher in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema when the whole world will declare Hashem Achad May it be immediately now.